10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome everyone, and this is the 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast, and I'm your host, the Professor Tori Wiley, on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Monday afternoon in South Florida. And as y'all know, I got my favorite podcast host with me. I got my girl Freak Push on the line. What's going on, Freak? Hey y'all. And then I got my girl Lyric out there. Where you at, Lyric? Hey, beauties. And Lover Boy and Shanique, they're out doing their thing and they'll be back. They're doing family stuff. So give it up for my favorite podcast host all the time. How was y'all weekend? How was y'all weekend, ladies? What what was interesting that happened in your weekend? My weekend, I went to Myrtle Beach this weekend. Um, my niece Myrtle and- Beach. You was yeah, you I weren't was- part of the Freak Nick twenty twenty three, was you? You stupid, no. You said they had a what? I didn't hear you, Freak. They had a cheer competition. Oh, okay. Because I heard Freak Nick 2023 started back up this year. And I think it was North Carolina, South Carolina. What do y'all think about that Freak Nick? I know a lot of people went to 1994 Freak Nick. I was one that went to 1994 Freak Nick. But now they're talking about that they want to sue Hulu for putting it on there because... They didn't get permission, but it was public content. So how y'all ladies feel about that? I, I don't know if y'all went to 1994 Freak Nick. That probably was the wildest one. But yeah, but are, are, uh, should they get any type of compensation on this? Because it was it, it was public. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was public, so you can't really. When you do shit out in the streets, you gotta be prepared. Yeah, because they talk about their doctors and these people are lawyers and things of that nature. And this was a long time ago and it shouldn't. But you knew these guys were video, you know, using. We didn't have the phones back then. What we had, like, camcorders and things. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew you was being recorded and you still was doing whatever you was doing at the Freak Nick. And you didn't care. You just didn't think that, I guess, technology was going to enhance so much where they was going to actually do a documentary on it. I mean, like, everybody was there. Even Kanye West was there back in Everybody in was there. Everybody, everybody was there. Everybody was at Freaknet 94. So, yeah. yeah. I mean... That was the I'm it not, factor back then. Yeah, so I'm not saying, like... I don't see how y'all can try to sue Hulu for putting it out there because, hey, you did what you did, so it's out there now, you know? And it wasn't... It was young. Yeah, exactly. And the rules were different from then that they are now, you know? So, have y'all watched it yet? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's like you might see some of your girlfriends on there and some of your boys on there too. It's wild, you know. But if you don't want to be recorded, then don't let nobody record you. That's just 
in this state now. If you don't want to record it, then you tell people do not record you. So all of y'all ass that was hiding that in the back of y'all minds, coming back to life now. Oh yeah, it's coming up now. It's coming back now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So y'all check out that Freak Nick. 1994 on Hulu, and we're going to talk about that. I think I'm actually going to do a podcast on that, on that Freak Nick, because that was a wild time back then. The Freak Nick used to be where you could just go and have fun, no judgments, do what you do. I guess it was like Vegas. You go to Vegas, well, how it used to be in Vegas. You know, everything that happens in Vegas. Stays in Vegas, stays in Vegas. <laughs> but it's not like that anymore now. No, with Vegas, it's, not. it's like it's like you go to Vegas, then everything will get put out because Vegas has basically made it's become family oriented. You know, you still have the things that go on in Vegas, but since they put that stadium out there, and then, then they got that big sphere out there, and then they got a race car track. Like it's they trying to bring people to bring their kids to Vegas. And it's not it's not the same as how it used to be in Vegas. So, but yeah, Freaknik '94, man, that was some good times. Was some good times. Good times. Did you watch it? You watched it to make sure you wasn't on there. I watched it to make sure my ass wasn't on there. <laughs> <laughs> For real, but I did watch it. And I was not on this, so that was a good, That's a thing. good thing. And Lover Boy wasn't on this, so <laughs> Lover Boy or, or the Professor was not on Freak Nick '94. So we'll tell you about that. But today's topic, y'all, we're going to talk about Chat GPT, and we got Doctor Professor or ne- Doctor Ernesto Lee on the line, and he's going to tell us how to use Chat GPT in our industry because. When he showed me this AI, and this was before it really got out there, I was so amazed. It could do so much for your business, for you as a person. I mean, this this AI is so advanced that it could even write your resume. It can tell us about truck drivers. If we want to check on a truck driver and and find out the qualities of it, we can type it in and it will tell us all of that so y'all need to learn about this chat gpt because this is the new thing of the future and we have to stay on the times if we're in industries you know we can't fall back from what the industries that we are are on we have to stay with the times and this is going to take over everything i mean this this thing is so smart that it can tell you how to go on a date like I can date you on this chat GPT. Like say all the right words, say all the things and everything. And it's scary too. And that's one thing we're gonna talk about in this chat GPT. So Frey Pusher, give us some words of anointment before we get into this podcast. What up, what up, what up y'all? So the word of the day is, change is not a ball of lightning that arrives with the zap. It's a bridge built brick by brick every day with sweat and humility and slips. It is hard work and slow work, but it can be thrilling to watch and take shape. So know that when you're in your growing mindset, what that means is that you make the choice to see struggles and challenges as opportunities for growth and for learning and development. And that's your girl, Nate, with the word hmm. Give it up for that girl, Freight Pusher, with that word of the day. 
I hear you. I hear you, Freight. I hear you. I'm trying to get into my into my spirit. You know, I'm on a spiritual journey right now. I'm thinking about turning Muslim. I'm thinking about it. I didn't say I was, <laughs> but I'm thinking and about may it. I, <laughs> may I ask since you make this decision? Yes. I think I just want to go a different way now. You know what I mean? I want to. Like America's, I'm I'm disappointed in a lot of things that's going on. I just want to go to a different spiritual journey, but I do love pork though. So that is a issue that I am facing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bacon. Are you gonna be out here faking Muslim and eating? I don't know. That's why I say I'm just you know I just might preach the word or talk about he it. said i might just <laughs> talk about <laughs> it but i don't know if i'm gonna go 100 because i love that pig you know so you know, we'll see what happens that's all a part of being raised as a rasta for us we can't we like the cultural part but to not be able to eat pork is a whole complex for a lot i i, I don't eat it I used to trust me. And I, I that bacon smell real good at times. Oh, it does. Oh, bacon in the morning. Oh my god! Like good gracious! I'm the like, only one in my it? home that don't eat it, and I'm like, ah! Yeah, bacon can wake you up in the morning. You could be in your deepest sleep, and somebody could be cooking some bacon, and they're like, oh, I'm up right now. I smell that bacon. <laughs> like I challenge tell you. But you know, it's it's a lot of other things. You know, I do want to go to Dubai. Like that's like one of my bucket list trips is to go to Dubai. And I do. I just don't want to go to Dubai for like I've you know before I wanted to get in the trucking industry. I wanted to be an architect. So one of my biggest things is is uh, architectural design. And Dubai has some of the most beautiful architectural design. It's like other countries like london and italy so i'm real and fascinated with architectural design and what what they're doing over there is just amazing you know what i mean they took a desert and they they built a beach on it you know what i mean like you got a whole beach like how do you my thing is where do you get the water from like how did you do that like those are the things that i want to know like you're in the desert like how do y'all have a beach you know how do y'all build uh the world's tallest building in places where there's tremendous sand storms. You know, those are the things that I want to learn about when I want to go over to Dubai, to Dubai, and I want to also learn about the culture. You know what I mean? Because Dubai is a strict country to go to. Like people, I mean, it's like you can't be doing no public, you know, PDF holding hands and things of that nature smacking each other on the butt you can't do that it's a respect thing you can't be peeing in public you'll go to jail if you pee in public you cannot steal over there like you can leave your stuff laying out and nobody will even touch it you know they don't even have police officers they have cameras and they will catch you before you leave and they will lock you up before you leave so one thing about Dubai is you gotta before you go there you gotta understand it you gotta read up on it you gotta know what to do and you gotta know not what to do when you go there yeah so some people like oh i don't want to go because they can't control themselves but i'm like yo this is some place that you gotta go and experience this is this is a it's like a 
I guess they call it the the desert Las Vegas, <laughs> you know, because it's just so much going on out there, and they continually building building up in that desert. And you know, I honestly, if, if any place I will probably live would be Dubai, other than America, I probably want to live in Dubai. So if y'all see me move from the country or I disappear, then y'all know yeah, where I'm you at. Gonna, you gonna do us like that? Just disappear on us? Hey, I gotta still run the podcast in Dubai now. I just be on a different time. <laughs> I just be on thirteen hours ahead of y'all. So, but yeah, I've always wanted to go to Dubai just for the experience and just the architecture design. So. Uh, we got Lover Boy that's not in the day, and I'm sure y'all watched that fight this weekend with uh, Tank. You know, I don't know if y'all watched that fight. I didn't watch yeah. the fight, but I heard that he won. So, congratulations, to Tank. I know Lover Boy would have had more insight on the sports this week, but of course, I was on the road fighting to get from Orlando, no, it was from Dallas to Miami. So I didn't have time to watch the fight like everybody else did. So that's the life of being on the road. You gotta sacrifice some of the things that you love, you know? So Lyric, what you got for us, Lyric? I know you got something for us, you know, taking place of our girl Shanique with the 411. Hey, I do, I do, I do. I was just... (laughs) having a whole breakdown, a mental breakdown, I should say, just about why we are as people, as a people, have to be so competitive toward one another. Instead of, you know, all of us are in the the same type of uh, arena. We're all trying to achieve the same type of goal, right? Why can't we just work toward that and be happy with it and not try to outshine the next to make yourself as an individual look better or feel better. But by competing with the same individual that is trying to do the same thing you're trying to do, whether it be man or woman, I just don't understand that. I never for the understood life of me. I don't either. I don't I, I I really don't get it, you know, like we're supposed to work together, but I, I think it kind of pushes with kind of like with our culture, you know, like that's one thing that Kanye when he was on drink champs, this is why he lost all his money because he was talking about the Jews. Now, when he talked about Jewish people, I think I understand where Kanye went at when he was talking about Jewish people because Me they well. stick together. Yeah. They stick together. But it's just the way he put it out there. He did not articulate his words and it made him look like that he was anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic against Jewish people. No, he wasn't. He was just saying like, he hate that our culture cannot stick together like their culture. Do you know if our culture was to stick together like their, like the Jewish community? Just imagine. Do you know how much, how far we could go? (laughs) That's my point. This is my point. And I experienced this out of town. 
I experienced this in a beauty industry. This is, these are, these people are at the top of their game. I experienced this and I'm sitting there, I had to take a breather and go into the bathroom to act like I was using the, the restroom when I really wasn't using the restroom, but I faked it like I had to go just to breathe mm. because I felt the competition. Mm. It's a difference when you don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just, just like in the blind, right? But yeah. it's another another feeling when you actually feel it. It, it kind of it messes your head up a little bit like you're not as focused as you know you want to be or as you could be because of the vibe that 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 competition that's just right there like it's nothing wrong with competing if you're in a competition yeah. do you know what i'm saying at the end of the day if you're competing then that's different because you're in a competition so you're trying to see who's the better one who's the better artist who's the better whatever but this is a class where everybody is trying to grow, learn, etc. It just, just for the life of me, I just could not understand. And, I, and it's driving me bonkers. I think as people, we feel like that, like in our community, we feel like that we got to do certain things to get ahead. And that's just not, I mean, you got so many people selling their souls on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook just to get likes views and to make that bag you know it's ridiculous you know, i'm not like, doing that yeah and I, I i said the same thing i'm not doing i'm not going to make myself look like a fool to promote what we're doing to look like a fool i see a lot of truckers to get the views and they're like they do just the stupidest things you know i'm not going to be viewing somebody's mistake on the road mistakes happen all the time nobody's perfect out here but i'm not going to be filming somebody who made a mistake Absolutely. out on the road putting it on social media just so i can get the views and the like now i'll show damage to a vehicle if you've seen on my on our TikToks, and we, we show damage to what can happen if you don't do this if you don't do this this is what's going to happen but I'm not going to show somebody mistake because everybody makes mistakes. And it's like, you know, I've seen people get murdered on live on social media. And the, instead of helping the person, they videoing. Like, you see like, what I'm saying? Like, look at, uh, what is it? The guy that got shot in uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. What is this? PPB Smooth, whatever that rapper name is. Um, instead of helping to maybe put your shirt or, or relieve the pressure from his his bleeding of his blood wound you want to video this man fighting for his life so you can get the likes and the views so you can go viral i don't know what is going on with this society that we live in these days but it's just that enough is enough enough is enough <laughs> enough like, is enough already yeah it's getting ridiculous i mean we seeing murders we seeing people run over their baby daddies and baby mamas on, you know, I think it was a video of this girl that just ran over somebody in the gas station. Then she ran out the gas station and flipped her car over. We've seen so much mess going on on social media. Like enough is enough. When are they going to stop it? 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because we need to go back to the old way, which we probably never want to go back. I was about to say, people have a lack of care at this in this time. Like, nobody cares about the next person now. Exactly. It's just all about self, right? It's all about self, you know. And at the end of the day, guys, I tell you what, I'm here to uplift, encourage, you know, tell you, listen, it's it's enough for all of us to eat out here. Like, it's no need for you to try to compete. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, come on now. Like, don't, you don't need to compete with me. I'm in the beginning stages just the way you are. We're both trying to learn the same thing and get where we're trying to get at the end of the day. And I'm going to make, I'm going to make you put you on a pedestal. That's the kind of person that I am, right? Yeah. To not to not have all the light shine on me because I've always been that way. It's no need for you to do that to me, sister. And man, no, me, it doesn't. When I say sister, I meaning any ethnicity, you are my sister. Now let That's me ask it. y'all, ladies, this: How many times have y'all posted something on your social media that was positive and uplifting to the community that you wanted to get out there, and you got maybe 20, 20 likes? But you post a picture of you dressed all up or going out, and you got like 500 likes, 700 <laughs> comments, all of that stuff like that. That's like you can post uplifting stuff, but you don't get no, no, nothing on That's that. So uplifting true. stuff. That's so true. But if you post a picture of yourself or you just doing just something stupid or whatever, you got. A thousand views, seven hundred is going viral. People's minds are attracted to drama. Absolutely, Absolutely. it's crazy. It's easy to draw to negative than it is for positive. I know. Yes. So we gotta we gotta figure out how to make a change, and I think this chat GPT is going to change what's going on because. This is the future right here. And I don't know if y'all have used ChatGPT, but uh, Dr. Ernesto Lee is going to explain how to use ChatGPT. But I also want to enlighten on the Bloom event that happened this weekend. Our girl Shanique was out there supporting the Bloom event. It's a nonprofit for young female women to teach them proper etiquette out here in these streets because these days, People are not raising their girls right, <laughs> like to be honest. So we need to teach our girls etiquette to be able to just learn things and stuff like that. You know, you got young girls, 10 years old, shaking their butts on social media. That's not the way we should be teaching our young women. So our girl Shanique, she got out there and she promote that 18 wheel spring water and it was a hit. So I want everybody to go check out Bloom Girls on Instagram, follow and like, and make sure y'all like the post because we got a lot of feedback on that. And we also are helping out in the communities for the beach cleanup. You know, we got to make sure we keep our beaches clean, especially down in South Florida. Everybody want to come in South Florida raising that rent up because I know one thing, they raising my rent up down here. So we got to make sure that we keep these beaches clean. So, Larry, bring in our special guest so we can talk about this chat, GPT. Hey, ladies and gents. Hey, ladies and gents. We are going to bring in 
Dr. Ernesto Lee in the house. He's going to be teaching you all. Yes, Dr. Ernesto. He's going to be teaching you all on the chat GPT, a one to improve your business businesses. Dr. Ernesto Lee. How you doing today, brother? I am in the house, Professor. How you doing, Lyric? Great, Coach V. Hey, hey we're doing great. We're doing Thank great. You. We definitely want to learn about this chat. Man, you've already teach me and schooled me the basics of chat GPT. But let's get into this. What is chat GPT for people who don't understand what it is? Okay, we're gonna get right into it. So chat GPT. GPT Generative, it just means that it's just creating new words from old words. Pre-trained, it just means it has learned to respond in a human way and transformer. So it, it just transforms old words into new word arrangements. But that's that's what it means technically. What does it mean for us? You know how when you send in a, uh, a text message, Professor, yeah. and you start writing it out and then it'll like predict the next word? You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Imagine instead of it predicting the next word, what if it predicts an entire sentence hmm. or, the, or the entire next paragraph or an entire book just based off of a couple of words that you put in there? That's what ChatGPT is. It is basically the, uh, it's trained on every piece of knowledge, the entire internet up until 2021. Everything that we know about humanity is put in this AI model. That's. That's what ChatGPT is. It has an IQ of 160. It's mm. past the medical boards. It's past the uh, the LSATs, uh, the bar exams. It is the the latest and the greatest technology in in human history. That's what it is. Mm. Now, with this ChatGPT, is it you know like with kids? It's like we're cheating. Uh, they can use this to pass exams a little bit um not a little bit a lot it's a uh, the <laughs> word i like to use is disruptive that's yeah. what it is it is going to disrupt the trucking industry it's already disrupting education higher education It's disrupting marketing it's going to disrupt everything imagine if you had an expert right beside you that you can count on for everything instead of paying a high price consultant that's what we that's what we have now hmm that's interesting so tell us about yourself dr ernesto like how did you get into this i know you're into the logistic industry tell our listeners just like how you got into this one just chat gbt <laughs> i i am i'm a uh, professor over at miami-dade college out here in south florida uh i teach data analytics uh, but I also own a, uh, a trucking business. We have flatbed and, and a, a drop and hook division. So it's that, that mix between studying data uh, to make my trucking business better. That's, uh, that's what I do. So, of course, when I have basically the opportunity to bring in some AI, one piece of AI that can do the work of five people, you got you to gotta think about it. Hmm. Yeah, so how can these ladies, Freight Pusher, you got the dispatcher. How can Freight Pusher use ChatBT in her industry? 
So that's a, that is a great question. So it is, there's so many different ways. Let me tell you how I used it the first time. We needed, like all of us, searching for drivers. And I used to struggle to write even just job ads. Um, I put in chat GPT, I said, hey, give me a job ad for an over the road driver for you know whatever, put in what I wanted, um, format it for Craigslist, format it for Indeed, whatever, boom, it spit it out in five seconds. Mm. Then I realized, man, I have myself a an assistant that can do anything I ask it to do. Anything that I ask it to do. The problem is that because it can do so much, I can't even think of enough stuff for it to do. Mm. So we do, we do like, uh, we use it for um, optimizing routes um, in real time. Uh, we've used it for driver training. Um, it's a virtual assistant that, that we've built in. Uh, we've done a little bit of consulting with the self-driving car companies where they're integrating it into the self-driving trucks. It's gonna be everywhere. This is crazy. Like it's really taking over the game. Do you think it's going to shut Google down, or do you think Google's going to come with their own AI? So Google's already tried to come with their own AI. They call it Bard, uh, but the problem is that they're late to the game, so they don't have first market advantage. Mm -hmm. um, the CEO of Google said that this represents uh, an existential threat to Google. You imagine, you imagine how powerful this thing must be for Google to say this has the power to put them out of business. Uh, with Google, you search for stuff, right? That's where we always, you know, business owners, we're searching for stuff to make our business better. Yeah. Uh, with ChatGPT, when you search for what, when you search for stuff with Google, it's just going to give you, hmm. but with ChatGPT, it's going to give you the answers that you're looking for. It's a big difference. Yeah. Now that is crazy because I was on the ChatGPT and just putting in how to make my business better and when i typed it in it gave me a whole list of things that i can do to make my business better it's like it pulled my business and like hey you can do this do this do this do this do this do this you know so when we do this is it going to be anything against us using this chat gpt because i know they're trying to put like like things like they trying to stop certain things that happen because people are using it for you know to take interviews they using it to go on dates they, they it's just so much that they using this chat gpt for so do you think it's going to be restricted to certain things that we can't use it for so so the answer is no um it's already out of the cat's out of the bag. They already have open source code where anybody can build their own chat GPT now. So even if they shut down chat GPT, uh, I teach my students at the college how you can sit down with your laptop and build your own chat GPT right there on your on your laptop. So the uh, the GD is out. You ever, remember the movie Terminator? Yeah, uh, this, is, what, this is this what is, is going this on. Is Skynet. This is what this is. <laughs> Now, I was thinking about that um, movie M3, like Megan, like the M3GAN, where they had the oh, yeah. toy that kind of took over, the lifelike, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. Like, yep. how safe is this? So, we don't know. Um, 
because it's brand new and it's still learning. It's just like a child. Um, but one thing I will tell you is that we do know on the, on the negative side, um, we do know that it has some bias, for instance. That's one of the things that uh, we're still trying to figure out. Like for instance, it can create pictures. So if I say, give me a picture of a, of a model of a beautiful woman, it's always uh, a Caucasian woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. If I say, hey, give me a picture of a doctor, it's usually a, a white, older, older male. So we know it has some bias in there that they're still trying to figure out. Um, but I would encourage that we have this huge digital divide in our country. Um, and this is really an opportunity to, to uh, democratize knowledge, I like to say. So it's an opportunity for all of us to go out there and you have access to all of the knowledge in human history up to this current point at your fingertips. And the people that can figure out how to use this, they're going to be the billionaires for tomorrow. Hmm. Larry, you need to put this in your industry, you know, like how I'm wondering, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like how, would like I'm how was she using in her industry? Tell me a little bit about your industry. Um, I'm in the beauty industry. Um, everything beauty, um, aesthetics, you know, <clears throat> anything dealing with, uh, with, uh, you know, the face, the lips, the brows, um, skin, skin, mm. period. Uh, aesthetics all around the board. I'm a walking aesthetic <laughs> being. <laughs> so here, here's what a lot of people have started to do. So with ChatGPT, you know how you have the um, your marketing, your advertising, trying to trying to reach folks. With ChatGPT, one of the things we can do is we can personalize your message for every single every single customer that you have. That's kind of the the beauty in this. Um, any content creation, that's all effortless now. Um, analyzing trends that's all right there you say hey give me the trends uh for whatever your community whatever time frame it'll give you the the uh the trends the direction what's what's hot what's not what they forecast uh for certain products and and the kicker is it's free yeah. oh wow and then they just they just created an app for it now so you can download it on your phone and so I just talk into the talk into the app, and then it'll just give me all that info. The crazy thing is that it's a natural language processing algorithm, which means that you don't have to know how to program. You don't have to talk to it a special way. You just talk to it just like me and you are talking, and you'll be amazed at the responses that you get. If wow. you didn't know any better, you would think that you were talking to not just a person probably the smartest person you ever met in your life wow yeah it's crazy so how does that work with like i don't want to say confidentiality but if you're saying uh, we talk to it the conversations that we're having uh, does it store that information of course it does. yeah we live in the information age i mean we we're uh everything that we do is recorded uh but no more than facebook uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all your data is being recorded. That's, that is their business model. That's how they make money mm -hmm. is they're sitting there watching what you're searching and, and how you're communicating. Mm -hmm. And eventually they're going to turn around and use that to try to sell stuff back to you. So that's, that's their business model. But if you think about it, all of the billionaires now that exist 
they, they're all in the information industry. That's why this is no surprise, right? Um, yeah. Bill Gates and, and Amazon and Facebook, that's what they do is they peddle, they peddle information. It's actually a ridiculous business model because you give them the information, you give them the data, and they turn around and sell stuff right back to you with your data that you gave them. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. This is crazy. Wow. This is something that y'all got to be aware of yeah. going on. Now, explain, uh, Dr. Ernesto, explain how you can use this as content. Like, sure. I know we was talking about, like, how you can use the avatar mm -hmm. to do your content. Like, if like, like say, for instance, Freight Pusher or Lyric wants to post on their pages where they can use chat gpt and they don't even have to really video themselves yeah it's so many things that you can do so first of all uh freight pusher uh lyric what you can do the more you talk to it the more it will develop your persona it'll develop your personality so it remembers how you talk how you communicate it's kind of creepy uh, a little bit because after a while it starts to talk like you and think like you and reason like you um so you use it for a while, it basically starts to turn into you. But wow. what you can do now is you can take avatars, you can take a video of your, you know, just video your your, uh, your face for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, you upload that, ChatGPT will build a script and uh, it'll sit there, will be natural movements. You can't even tell it's an avatar. You just type in what you want yourself to say. Now that that's creepy because you're looking at yourself and you're saying stuff that you know you didn't say, your places you know you've never been. You want to go to Dubai, you can just create your own avatar, be in Dubai, uh, having conversations with people. Hmm. Wow, that's can we use it? Can we use it to do the podcast? Can we put ourselves right. up here and use it to do our you. podcast? <laughs> so right before earlier today, they have a the newest Chat GPT is called Auto GPT. So Chat GPT, you ask it a question and it gives you an answer. Now they've automated it. So you can do several steps. So what I did is you give it a goal. And so the goal would be, for instance, give me the outline for a podcast on modern events related to the trucking industry, for instance. That's the goal that you give it. And it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and it reasons and it gets current data. And the output will be an outline um, for the podcast. If you wanted to, have an idea what to say. It'll give you the script of what to say. It's it's unlimited uh, what it can do. They're already using this in the uh, financial industry, of course, uh, to make predictions on stock movement. Wow. The biggest problem that we have right now is this technology is just like the internet. Remember the first time you got on the internet, got on the got on the browser, or got an email? Yeah, it's the we same to... thing. People just have not figured out yet how to monetize. So it's gonna be about a two to three year race where people figure out how to monetize this technology across every industry. But we, we want, we've already hit an inflection point. Uh, Skynet is already here. Uh, it's just gonna, you're gonna see the world change in our industry, but not just our industry, literally every industry. This is gonna to touch every single industry. Coach V, how, how can Coach V, she's in the wellness, how can you use that into wellness? Probably, I, definitely anything related to marketing, uh, sales, uh, anything related to content. All you have to do is give it some of your previous content. It can generate new content based off of that. Um, you can personalize 
Um, anything, anything that you have, you can personalize it for each individual customer. It literally is as simple as imagine that you have an expert assistant that you can talk to about anything. It, it feels like I'm talking about Star Trek. I honestly never thought I'd live long enough to even see something like this. But imagine that you have an expert assistant right there that you can ask anything about anything and it has access to all known human knowledge in the history of the world. Hmm. Wow. So you can kind of use this as like a personal assistant. Oh, absolutely. We've already, at the college, we've already done that. Look, we've that's what a, I just said. I don't need to do You got to find some people. Work. <laughs> so my, um, look, all this schooling and this these master programs and all this in HR, I feel like it, I'm about to lose my job now. A lot of people are, a lot of people are scared. I mean, what I would say though, is that those jobs are still going to be in need but the pace for everything is about to pick up. So the people that can get in front of these skills and use this, those are gonna be people that be, those be the people that have jobs. They're just like when uh, in the cars, when we used to build cars and trucks, and then we start to automate that, and people say we're gonna lose our jobs. But we had 10 times as many jobs because the people that learned how to use the machines, we created new jobs. This is gonna be the same thing. Hmm. Do you think that chat GPT, it- can take over the logistic industry with like it will absolutely be it will absolutely be disruptive to the logistics industry they're mm-hmm. already integrating this into the self-driving cars and self-driving trucks even in addition to the self-driving trucks they're also integrating this into human driven trucks where you can talk to the vehicle and get your responses um, they're already integrating this into route optimizations they're already automating this into dispatching where you're optimizing your uh, your dispatcher it's all, already they're already working on automating out the uh, the dispatching it, it's not a question of is this going to disrupt our industry the only question is when is it going to disrupt when. so uber and lyft and all of that stuff is is yeah it could do all that i guess oh yeah wow. yeah they've already they're they're all nobody is running away from this um, they're all established networks. They're looking at how they can integrate it. And the scary thing is they're looking at, I mean, they're, they're big businesses. They don't, they don't care about us specifically. If they can cut costs, they're going to cut costs. And they're looking at this as an opportunity to one AI model can do the job of 20 of their engineers. Hmm. This is interesting. So a lot of people are going to be losing jobs. There's going to be a shift in the market. Um, there, there will be. <laughs> people that will be losing their jobs, but there will be new jobs that are going to be created. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a shift. I like, I like how you put that. <laughs> Say no, it's going to be a shift in the market. Yes, this is definitely going to be a shift in the market. I'll just zip my mouth. <laughs> yeah, because this is going to change everything that's going on i mean like you can like even if like even with social media you don't even have to pay all these people to do content nope not at all that's done i mean you you never have to hire a social media manager because you got an ai (laughs) not only will it write your post um it will schedule when it should go out it will send it out when it's ready it will it will respond to every single 
um, response and comment that comes back in, it completely takes over. People who are new to this, listeners on here, how do we educate ourselves a little bit more on this? So I would say that it's so easy to use that before you kind of you know look around and, and start Very reading up, I'd say experience it first. Once you experience it, your mind will never be the same. Go to chat.openai.com. Uh, go there, you'll see a box. Just talk to it like you're talking to a person and, and see what, see what, I mean, you'll be amazed. So much so that Microsoft has integrated this into their office product. So if you use Microsoft Word or Microsoft Excel, the latest versions have ChatGPT in there or PowerPoint. So instead of writing out a PowerPoint, you would say, write a PowerPoint on rate per mile, how to compute rate per mile and format it, you know, with these colors, boom, it writes out the whole PowerPoint, puts notes in the bottom, wow. puts the images out there. It's wow. It's already out there. How is this able to work with talking to the ladies? Because I saw a video, like, sure, we got the ladies on here. So you, you can use chat GPT if you're not savvy with the ladies to be able to finesse the ladies when you're on a date, like how is it doing it? Is it is it you put the description of the the person, you put their name in, and it and it, it it figures them out, and it tells like what they like, and then you kind of go off of that. Like how is that? How does that work? Okay, let me go in the other room. My wife isn't here. <laughs> how does that work? Because this is crazy. Like, how can you use an AI to finesse a woman? So let me, let me tell you, one of my students, they did this. Um, they asked ChatGPT to write a song in whatever style, I forget whatever style they, they wanted, some uh, R&B or soul, or I forget what it was. ChatGPT wrote the song for them, wrote the uh, music, and then they went to Songfence uh, songfinch.com and found a composer to compose the song and that's how he got the girl so Ooh, that was uh that was smooth i had to give him <laughs> y'all ladies better be careful we got that ai on us now we got the ai helping us now so y'all better be careful who y'all going on dates with now because i saw it, a guy had the glasses on and he had the chat gpt connected to the glasses and it told him exactly what to say on a date yep it's i mean we've it's already reached a point also too where uh before you had to type it in now they just release it where all you have to do is talk it talk to it so as you're talking you have to say anything it can listen to who you're talking to and it'll respond automatically and it'll tell you the words how to how to respond those mm. are facts does it pull a woman's like biography too? If you like going on a date, does this like study her? No, you'd have to give that information. Uh, you'd have to give that information. So they are uh, real scary about uh, privacy, of course. So if you're not in the public sphere, uh, they're not going to be there. But but you can what we call train the AI. You can train the model, so you can give Chat GPT all of the information you know about whoever it is oh. uh, and then you'll respond and however you want you can tell it too this is this is too hard this is too soft this is too 
uh, whatever, this, and and it'll adjust in real time. Ah, so I can put in Frey Pusher likes trucks and she dispatched. Lyric is in the beauty. This is what she loves. Coach V likes wellness. This is what she loves. And then it just breaks it down from there. Well, maybe you should talk to her about this. And maybe you should talk to her about this. This is what she's interested in. That's where we're at. Damn. So I can get all three of these ladies in one text. <laughs> in <the> text message. <laughs> Damn. Now that is crazy. Y'all ladies better be careful what y'all dealing with now. Because it's real. This is real right here. 20 times catfishing. I just, oh my gosh, Coach B. I literally just said that in my head. Literally, I said, wow, this is catfishing like crazy. These women are going to be blown away by the things that these men say the whole time the AGPG is talking and telling them what to say. I'm done. <laughs> like they used to have the microphone in the ear when somebody's trying to tell them those sweet words to say. Now you don't need that no more. <laughs> you don't need that anymore. You got Chat GPT on your side. That's your best friend. Like this is crazy, man. This is gonna take over everything. It, it will. So, so how is it gonna act with the digital currency? With this Fed now and all that, you think they're going to integrate this with the Fed now thing that's about so to start up? Eventually, it's going to integrate with everything. So, Fed now, yep, they just they released in their cryptocurrency. Uh, I actually did consulting recently. This is public knowledge now, but yeah, they're going to have the U.S. dollar is going to be effectively Bitcoin. Mm. Um, so, how can, so how do they use AI with the blockchain? Um, the biggest use case right now is they're using the chat GPT type model to look for fraud. That's what they're using it for. Yeah, so a lot of money laundering is going on. Yeah. Mm. Now, blockchain. People don't know what blockchain. Ernesto, can you, Doctor Ernesto, can you please explain what the blockchain is? Because a lot of sure. people don't know what it is. So you, you know, we got all this data everywhere. We usually store it in the database everywhere. I mean, how many times do you think you're on camera just just from the time you woke up to, to right now? Uh, every time you swipe your car, now all this data is everywhere that's put in the database, all these transactions. The problem is that when you have data in the database, you can always update that data and delete that data. What the blockchain does is what if you had a database where you can add stuff to it, like a transaction, like I buy something from you, and I put that transaction into a database, but once I put it there, I can never update it or delete it. That's mm -hmm. all the blockchain is. And you think mm -hmm. that like that's a small thing, but that's huge because our whole world, our whole economy is built on transactions. And because people can always manipulate those transactions, think of Bernie Madoff, what did he do? He took people's transactions, went to his database, updated the database, was able to cheat people. What if you have a database where you can never update the data? Then you can have trust in your transactions. That's what the blockchain, that's what the blockchain gives you. Hmm. This is crazy, man. Well, we y'all gotta stay woke, because this is what's going on in our industry. You gotta stay tuned to what's going on. You can use that chat GPT to help you out in your industry. Dr. Ernesto Lee, how can they get 
a hold of you or just get some literature from you on this chat gpt because yeah. i know you got a lot of it on if it. you go to ernesto.net ernesto.net you'll find me out there uh just about any time mm. and we, we're putting out something new every day on chat gpt auto gpt and how we can use that in the in the trucking industry can chat gpt tell us how to get around paying our taxes <laughs> uh, i'll see you offline <laughs> <laughs> because if it's that smart it's got to be a way so i mean this is this and is, the scary thing is that this is as dumb as it gets the more yeah. dandy you give it the smarter that it gets so right now it's smarter as smart as the smartest human ever the next release is going to be smarter than entire cities of people collectively so think about it this is as dumb as it gets it's only going to get smarter how is the government dealing with this when they know they got this ai that's smarter than what they ever put together well i mean this is the first time in human history that the government doesn't control all the data these big companies do so the governments are behind so the governments are trying right now to put legislation around it but it's a catch-22 if you stop chat gpt then the chinese and the russians have access to this also so you think they're gonna stop so it's no. a, they're in a real bad situation now hmm. i will tell you as soon as it came out people started asking how do i make a bomb how do i uh hack into a bank yeah. um, so they had to they had to tamp it down but then once people realize what they can do i mean you can imagine everybody with bad intent uh they they said okay whatever exactly I want how do i get away with murder how do i blow up schools like that's the thing like you gotta be real careful because it's, it's just giving so much information at the tip of your hands and that's the that's the power but how are our kids going to learn if they have this at a, how are our kids going to learn if they have this at their access from their phones yeah, but think about it. This just came out in November. So we're talking about something that's bleeding edge. They haven't even thought about, uh, you know, begun to address those problems. But they are massive problems that we're going to face, ethical problems. What happens when, like I said earlier, it's biased? Uh, what happens when people start relying on this and it's giving you biased predictions and biased feedback and things like that? Yeah. Those are, there's a lot, of, a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, because we got some we got some dumb truck drivers out here on the road, so now you got people that can just pass the bar, use chat GPT and pass the bar and be a lawyer. You're not lying. That's so crazy. I guess it has its ups and well, pros and cons, right? We should say. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah. But how are they going to regulate it? That's the thing. Well, the, it, the power of these models is how much data you give it. So they're trying to restrict giving it more data um, because what they're afraid of is that this thing, and this, this is out in the future, but it's so smart that it can think. But what happens when it can start to build itself? That's, that's really what they're, what they're scared of. When it can build itself, then it doesn't need us. I mean, we, we uh, drive trucks for a living. If, you, if my job is to go from a... Uh, from Miami to Orlando and I run across an anthill, I'm not gonna stop and negotiate with the ants. My job is to go 
from Miami to Orlando. Run right over those ants. That's what they're afraid of with these with this AI. If this job is to train itself, it don't care about what humans want. It's gonna it don't care about how we feel. It's just gonna run right over us. So that's the that's the fear that people have. Hmm. Is Amazon using this? Because I see a lot of the model with these companies that they are closing stores and then because one of high theft. Um, and uh, do you think they, they're they using every, this? Every single mid-size, every Fortune 500 company is going to use this bar none. Bloomberg just took all of their data, all of their data, and they created Bloomberg GPT. So that they can fire traders and analysts uh, because ChatGPT trained with Bloomberg's data. You don't need them anymore. Don't need them. That's money that they're saving. Yeah. Mm. But it's not all bad. There's still opportunities for a lot of uh, a lot of folks in the audience to use this and, and start their own businesses. Like if you go out there and use it, you'll see it's not as as complicated as you might think. What you say, Frank? It sounds like eventually we're going to be working for them. I'm going to be working for the AI. But all of this was pro. It, all of this was talked about years ago with yeah. the Terminator and uh, what's that movie with Will I, Smith? Yes, you remember? Uh, mm -hmm. iRobot. Yeah. iRobot. Mm -hmm. Like all of this stuff was to, even on The Simpsons. Like the, I don't know what it is about The Simpsons, but The Simpsons. I don't know if y'all are Simpsons fans, but The Simpsons talk about. Everything from Donald Trump becoming the president, yeah, before it happens. So, like, all of this was already in the making, in, in the making, yep, in mm -hmm. the making, mm -hmm. yeah. Remember the Jefferson, remember Jefferson's, the the, the cartoon, the Jefferson. I mean, not the, the, the Jetsons. Jetsons, the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. all of this was mm -hmm. in the making before it even here. It's and unreal, it's right? Here, and so we now we got to make changes. And we, we have to adapt to it if you're going to be like, I don't like social media, but I know a lot of y'all probably don't like social media to promote your business. I'm with you. I don't, but yeah, I, I, I just feel like it's like, oh, you're just giving your soul away. It's just like, oh, this is what I got to do to get my get my stuff out here. But this is the way this is the reality that we're living in. So now we got an AI coming in and taking over. So basically can run our stuff without us even really doing anything. Yeah. So this is going to make the average American lazy. We're going to be sitting on doing our, sitting on our asses. I would say lazier, but yes. Is it lazier? Sitting on our asses and, and we're going to be depending on this AI. But what happens when the AI takes over? That's my question. Is like, what happened? We will be working like on Terminator when this when the AI takes over everything. Well, they, I will say this: at least on the Terminator, at least on the Terminator, the uh, the humans had the good sense to fight the robots, to fight the AI. What's really happening is that this AI is kind of dividing the humans and the humans are fighting each other. We're all divided and the AI is steadily growing and getting stronger. Mm. I think we need to start our own revolution right now. We need to start it. We need to start, we need to start it right now because it's coming, you know, and, and our youth, 
are going to have to deal with this when it comes. This, this is a mandatory skill that every young person should have, especially I'm going to speak for myself in, in my community. You see the digital divide. These are opportunities that only happens once in a lifetime. Um, that's why I encourage everybody. This is the great equalizer. Um, power is in knowledge and everybody has access to all of the knowledge ever in, in human history. We have to close the digital divide and get our young folks uh, on this. Yeah, we definitely, because our young folks are struggling these days. They don't need, they don't even know how to do real life skills. Like I sit here and talk to my younger daughter. I'm like, you don't know how to do this? Oh, let me Google it. Like, no, you don't need to Google it. Just, just do it. <laughs> like, just do it. You don't have to Google it to find it out. And then, and then the chat GPT coming in, this is gonna cripple our youth. Like, for real, they already lazy enough. We've already crippled them enough because we, exactly, because we want them to have better than what we had when we were younger. So we've crippled them. And now it's just like, they don't, they don't know what to do. They don't know if, if a job, they don't take jobs for serious now. They doing videos while they're working, you know, like they just don't care anymore. I, I'll, so I'll tell you this, professor, I had uh, a real, uh, one of my students uh, called me up and he was laughing because he said uh, chat GPT. Every time somebody asked him something, he threw it right in chat GPT. So he didn't have to work anymore. And I, I said, I need to remind you that you realize eventually your company's going to catch on and realize they don't need you anymore, right? Exactly. That's mm. Well, we got to definitely bring you back on, Dr. Ernesto Lee, because this is the wave of the future. So I want to thank everybody for coming to this podcast and make sure they talk to Dr. Ernesto Lee about what is going on and give it up for... Uh, Dr. Ernesto Lee for coming on and just sharing his knowledge on his chat GPT. This can help out everybody. It probably can even help you out even in your sex life. If you ain't having good sex, then you can hit chat GPT like, how can I please her or him? And then it should give you the information, right? Dr. Ernesto, it's like you can just put it in like how can i please my significant other i'm mad you so. over here talking like a robot this <laughs> 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 <The> sound effect <laughs> hey y'all try it out i'm telling you try it out tonight and type it in like what can i do to please my significant other i swear to god it will tell you it will tell you what you can do to please your significant other like we sat when dr ernesto lee showed me this for the first time i'm trying to tell you we sat in that office what it was probably about three hours playing around with this this chat gpt like giving it questions and it really tells you the detail how to make this how to make that we put in recipes like how do you make the best like uh, lyric curry chicken it gave you the tea to the top to everything to how to make the best curry chicken wow like for real like no bull and i'm i'm sitting here telling you from real life i have it on my ipad and i have it on my desktop this system is the future so dr Nesso lee has dropped all his links in the bio and make sure y'all 
check out this podcast it'll be downloaded probably in the next couple of hours on instagram i mean on spotify apple music pandora we own everything y'all and we also have just been added on samsung podcast so check us out on samsung podcast you can now listen to the 18 wheels talk show podcast on your tv so check us out y'all so dr ernesto lee we thank you for coming in and sharing this information on the chat gpt and we will see you guys on next monday see you